0: When ambition and career are at the center of your life, how do you put together the rest of the pieces? As part of the research for this book, I've had a series of dinners at my apartment in New York City, though dinners might be overselling it. It's fancy frozen pizza and many bottles of rosé. For each dinner, a group of about six or so friends of a friend of a friend has come together to talk about being young, hungry, and ambitious. These women are in their 20s and 30s, originally from different parts of the country and working in different industries. And yes, they've all hustled to New York, but it hardly matters if we're meeting in Manhattan or a small town in the Midwest. The emotional threads that connect us are stronger than the geography that separates us. No matter where you live or where you work, the quest for the big life is just as urgent and just as overwhelming. The dinners have been attended by a rotating cast, with some women working at giant high-profile companies and some at teeny-tiny startups you haven't heard of yet. Some have been on the Forbes 30 under 30 list, some are still hustling to get their foot in the door, and some don't know what kind of career they want to have. But what unites them all is their hunger to craft the big life, that delicious cocktail of work, career, respect, ambition, money, and a monumental relationship, on their own terms. I call these women the badass babes, because they are the kind of chicks we all want to be, confident and complex. We talk through the itchy emotions around money, sex, dating, love, friends, marriage, and of course work. And let's be honest, at the end of the day, over a glass of wine, we're just more likely to talk about what jolts us awake at 4am to toss aside that perfect, Instagrammy, all high fives life we've carefully curated to say what's actually on our minds. I start every Badass Babes dinner with this question. If I could solve any problem for you, what would it be? You'd think that there would be hundreds, thousands of possible answers. But after hosting dozens of dinners and still counting... I can tell you that the same questions come up every single time. How do I find a career that is also my passion? How do I find a partner who honors my ambition? How will I be able to have a big demanding career without taking my foot off the gas when I have children? How do I get paid what I'm worth? How do I get the respect I deserve from my bosses? And finally, will all this struggle be worth it? Those are the questions that frame the discussion in this book and you'll hear from many of the badass babes who shared their stories with me. You'll meet Vanessa, who after bouncing from internship to internship, finally landed a proper paying gig and hustled her way up to art director at a prestige beauty company. She loves that she's finally found a job that marries her passion for design and her need to be well paid. But when she was being eyed for a promotion, she didn't gleefully accept. Instead, she found the courage to push back hard and negotiate a custom title and role for herself. From the outside, it looks like she's crushing it, but she's under so much stress that she often finds the loose ends of her life unraveling. She confessed that the eating disorder she had as a teen came back full force under the pressure she feels to be perfect at work. Savannah is working every angle of her side hustle. She leads by saying she's the editor-in-chief of a cool new website. The thing is, it's so cool and new that there's no revenue. So she has two other gigs that pay the bills. She makes robocalls from her apartment for a financial startup in the morning, heads to her waitressing gig in the early evening, and then goes home to edit pieces from her writers late into the night. And oh, she's training to be a Pilates instructor in her spare time. You'd be jealous of Jordan's impressive resume if she wasn't so hilariously self-deprecating. Jordan's life is full and messy. She feels like she's always one project away from dropping the ball at any minute. She fills her life to the point of spilling over because she has something to prove. To the doubters who said that a girl from a small, blue-collar Midwest town would never amount to much. To the negging boyfriends who diminish her to make themselves feel bigger. And to herself that she's not the lonely, acne-pocked teen girl who buried her head in her books, waiting for a chance to do something more with her life. Grace loves that her boss calls her a leprechaun, because she's so rare, a millennial woman of color in the C-suite of a major corporation.